Hello, clients and podcast listeners. Welcome to another episode of Videos Marketing Mastery with Wirebuzz. And today, we're breaking down when it, why when it comes to your video sales and marketing content, it's time for you to start thinking audio first. And for those of you following along, just as a reminder, my name is Kaysen, lead strategist here at Wirebuzz. And today, I'm joined by a couple of our awesome team members from the content side of things. So, Sydney, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Sydney Collins. I am a project coordinator and visual designer here at Wirebuzz. And Melissa? Hi, I am Melissa Bertolino, and I am a copywriter for Wirebuzz. I work on a lot of scripting and a lot of content and messaging that goes along with the communications. Yes, and speaking of communications and scripting, it's really what a lot of this conversation is about. Um, and if you listen to our recent Teamwork Makes the Dreamwork episode, you'll know that all of Wirebuzz's projects start with content strategy and then move into the scripting phase. Based on what we figure out in the strategy, we know exactly what the script needs to say. And before we get into the weeds about how to write an effective script, uh, what we want to talk about first is what it means to be audio first. And also why music and sound can't be an afterthought anymore. So a couple questions for you guys. How often do you listen to podcasts like this? Um, well, for me, I, I mostly listen to my favorite is um, crime history <laughs> podcast, but um, it's, it's probably once a week, I'd say. Melissa? I listen to podcasts at least three, four times a week. Most of mine are pop culture, um, pop culture happy hour every single day. Um, and that's only about a 15 minute podcast just to kind of catch up on what's going on. I also really enjoy some news podcasts. I'm a little more nerdy when it comes to podcasts and I don't like murder. So I'm the one person on the planet who does not like you know, murder and wine podcasts and things like that. <laughs> you're, you're probably not the only person. <laughs> I feel <But> I, like <laughs> it. <laughs> so personally, I'm I'm a big fan of like spiritual podcasts. Um, my favorite one is Spiritual Shit with Aaliyah Lovely. It's on Spotify. She talks about like aliens and ascension and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I also listen to like different business podcasts, a lot of times with different guests. And it's just really interesting to me to listen to different perspectives and industries. And, you know, you, you mentioned length about like 15 minute bite size. Like I typically listen to like the longer form podcast, like hour to hour conversations. Do you guys ever listen to long stuff like that? Yeah, I think I think for me, it's either really long or they're super short. <laughs> it seems to be it's like one or the other for me. Yeah. yeah, I've listened to um, ones that go about an hour, hour and a half. I've also done serial podcasts. Like I remember a few years ago, S-Town was a big one and listening to that. And I mean, that takes up a good seven, eight hours to listen to. So, I mean, you could put that in in the beginning of a road trip and completely solve that mystery by the time you get there. Perfect. Um, how about when you guys watch like YouTube or TV? Like how often do you actually sit and watch like a couple hours of the time versus just like leaving it on in the background while you're doing something else. I would say, I would say for me, um, when I'm 
you know, when I'm done and when I'm just trying to relax, I'm definitely um, like invested in these longer videos. I have a couple people that I subscribe to that I love to listen to that will go for like 30 minutes to an hour type videos. Um, but yeah, if I'm if I'm just busy and I want something in the background, um, yeah, that's usually when I'll just kind of tune in every now and then. It kind of depends on what I'm watching. Um, if it's if we're, if I'm watching something on YouTube, I probably want to be want it to be pretty short. If it's something that I'm watching, like a regular show, like I can definitely tune in for, you know, an hour or so. And then my attention starts to go. I'm not that person who likes a TV on for white noise. Like I, I was when I was younger, I got a TV because it was too quiet in my house. But I find now that I appreciate the quiet. So if I'm doing something, chances are I will probably have music on or something like that. If I'm going to watch TV, I watch TV. And even sometimes I find that I have to put my phone away because I'll find myself getting on my phone and then I miss something that happened on TV. Yeah, I I don't watch a lot of TV. Like when I do, it's typically like with my family. Um, my my dad, however, like he really isn't mobile at this point in life. So he just like sits and watches TV all day. But for me, that white nose is always in the background. Um, so like I kind of geek out about commercials when I hear them come on, because <laughs> even though I'm not watching the show, I'm like, oh, what, what's that product? What's that about? And it's, you know, it's really interesting to discuss different like, generations and like, TV and just watching habits and listening habits. And so to drop some facts in this conversation, guess the average TV watch time in 2022. In 2022, um, 45 to an hour. So do you have a guess? Maybe three to four hours. You're you're very close, Sid. The average TV watch time for Gen X is currently three hours. Oh wow. It, it goes up from there. So like boomers tend to spend like seven hours plus a day watching TV. Either that's just on the couch watching or like with the white noise. Whereas Gen Z and millennials only watch about an average of like an hour to an hour and a half a day. So it's really interesting to you know, see how that generational shift has happened. And even though, you know, that like as we get younger, we don't watch TV as much, on the flip side, podcasts are growing. 50% um, of the American population now listens to podcasts at home while 22% listen while they're driving. So your point about road trips, 100% accurate. 70% um, of people listen on their phones. 80% of people listen to entire episodes. So that kind of depends on the length. Maybe it's a short one, but there's a lot of people that listen to, to long form. Um, an interesting thing is that people subscribe to an average of seven shows and comedy education and news are the top three categories so i think like we both had kind of education and news um and then podcast listeners also are more likely to be engaged on social media with their favorite brands or subscribe to streaming platforms so i think you definitely see this wave just looking at the data of like the younger you get the more important this audio first content strategy is um so, you know, when we talk about knowing personas for scripts and that kind of thing, it's like you have to know who your persona is and who you're making content for and how they're actually going to want to consume the content. So, um, you know, when when we think audio first, it's really about who's watching your video, 
who are you targeting? Where are you watching the video? And how is it going to pique somebody's interest, whether they're watching and scrolling or not? Like in my case, if I have white noise in the background, well, I'm probably not watching the commercial, but if they're trying to target a millennial, it should sound interesting. Have you guys had any like commercials that come on in the other room that like pique your interest and you're like, oh, I, I need to go see what that is. Has that ever happened to you? No, because I stream everything. <laughs> <laughs> I pay for this. Yeah, I work in advertising and I pay for the subscription so that I don't get any commercials. How's, <laughs> how's that? Do you ever listen to podcast ads? Sometimes I, you know, and I usually like I can only hear about Bomba's socks and HelloFresh so many times and I got it. <laughs> I got to fast forward. <laughs> yeah, I feel like with podcasts, you tend to get like a very like the same commercial over and over. Mm -hmm. But for me, if I'm if I'm, you know, like watching YouTube or even, you know, like TV and there's commercials, sometimes I find that what stands out to me the most is like the, the most ridiculous commercials where <laughs> I'm kind of like, wow, I can't believe that that was what they went with to advertise this thing. That's usually what catches my attention with commercials, but. Well, and yeah. I think that's, that's part of it is like, you have to disrupt with like the humor <laughs> and the outlandishness of like, oh my God, why, why am I watching this? <laughs> There is an interesting trend in podcast advertising because I, I I hear enough to know that they actually incorporate their own voice and sort of their own content into that. So, for instance, if we're talking about, you know, for instance, if this is a podcast about the Oscars and then, the you know, an, an Oscar recap and they've got a, you know, something for HelloFresh and they say, oh, well, you know, what's even crazier than that slap from Will Smith is like the new deal from HelloFresh. And, you know, bringing that in, it's like super current. It's super just it's on it's way more branded to whatever the podcast is, which also is fascinating because never before has a brand ever been like, okay, well, you can go ahead and put your content into our ad before. I have two things to say to that. Um, number one is I think the trend in, in podcasters like voicing their own ads is also a reflection of like the influencer marketing that's been taking off the last few years and why that's so powerful. It's not an ad. It's like the person that you actually care to listen to that's saying it. And number two, I really hope that HelloFresh, if they were to do that, would use like the coupon HelloFresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> I hope they do too. And I hope they take note of that. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so to the point, you know, of, of knowing your persona and like, what they're listening to, who they want to be listening to. Um, Sid, I know we're both passionate about music. Um, let's kind of talk about the importance of using like music and podcasts and videos. And um, have you ever seen one of those commercials on YouTube or something where there's like a song that comes on and you're like, oh, wow, that's that totally fits the ad. Or like, have you ever had something where it's like that doesn't match at all? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, right off the top of my head, something I think of is so like, I'm, I'm a really big fan of electronic music. And um, I have noticed that I feel like they, since it is like such a very trending genre of music too, is some ads will take that genre, and it'll just be something super loud and like aggressive about like a food commercial or like a restaurant. And I'm just like, this is not really matching, <laughs> or it just feels kind of like out of context. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably like one of the main things or I don't know, something, you know, where it's, it's a 
maybe it's supposed to be a little more sentimental and it's a little more upbeat and you know it just maybe the feeling is off um with the style of music and um what they're trying to advertise that's yeah, actually happening a lot <laughs> yeah, and you know you use the word feeling because i think sometimes it, it music tends to be an afterthought it's like oh you can just put a music bed under this but if you know what emotion you want your video to make somebody feel oftentimes if you are using music it's not actually a word that you hear first it's a frequency of the song yeah. and so you want to match the music like the first couple seconds to that feeling and like if it doesn't evoke that emotion if it doesn't fit the vibe like then it's just not gonna carry over to what action and reaction you want that person to have um Melissa have you ever had that experience where like you saw an ad or something and you're like this just does not sound right um I can't I can't think of it in an ad, but you know, it is that like a really fun party party game to play is what is your opening song and what's your exit song because it gives a really good a really good feel for like what your vibe is. So like is your opening song like the opening rift of Saturday Night Fever or is it, you know, Yakety Sax, the you know, Benny Hill theme song? It definitely <laughs> they're so different between the two. It gives it it gives a complete, you know, feeling for who you are how you're, you know, just sort of like where you're, you know, where your head is at, I guess, is the right way to think and, you know, and just how you see things. And, you know, and I think it comes through in a lot of ways, even, you know, even in sort of a marketing space or, you know, in advertising. Something I think about, too, is um, I think when people listen to music, some people hear the lyrics first and some people hear, um, you know, just like the beat or instrumental of the song first, if you will. And I feel like, you know, that can come across in certain advertisements as, you know, is it more about the lyrics or is it more about um, the song itself? So. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And that brings us to kind of an interesting point of conversation, um, talking about, you know, is it the words or is it the sound that really speaks to you? And um, there's a commercial that I, I saw somebody on my LinkedIn shared it a few weeks ago and I just I stopped and I was like this is really interesting and really clever from like a sound design and sonic branding perspective. So there's a Italian coffee pot brand named Violetti that started to use ASMR in their videos um, and basically use the the sounds of like brewing coffee <laughs> as part of their brand. Um, and what they also did was they turned their coffee ASMR into a ringtone that people could then download onto their phone and replace as their phone alarm. So instead of having the annoying, you know, iPhone alarms that we all hate waking up to, uh, <laughs> people could wake up to the best part of waking up, so to speak. Um, and how how successful do you think something like this was for the brand? Hmm. Oh, I think it's crazy successful. <laughs> you're right. <I> was... <laughs> 100 it was crazy successful it was a uh, 105 million global impressions 1600 percent increase in engagement 45 percent increase in brand lift and sales outside of italy grew by three percent and maybe that doesn't sound like a lot but it was it was a 40 million dollar company so that three percent is an extra one to two million in global sales so wow. to, 
to the point of is it the words or the sound it's just proof that universally loved sounds can sell and transcend the language barriers that we struggle with in video marketing yeah, yeah. you said asmr and you lost me but then talking about coffee percolating, like just hearing that, like, you know, I, you know, thinking about like, instead of like my ding, 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 ding music that comes on in my alarm, if it were actually the sound of coffee percolating, I could probably even smell it as it's happening. <laughs> and I can just imagine like the sensory delight that you get when you wake up in the morning, like, oh, okay, I'm already feeling a little more energetic. It almost kind of reminds me of, you know, when you're like trying to tell your pet it's dinner time and you kind of like rattle around their food. <laughs> they come right into the kitchen. Pavlov's <laughs> like, oh, dog. Waking up human beings like it's coffee time. 100%. I think, I think you know, another thing to talking about sound is like, how do you tap into the psychology of it? And that's exactly it. It's like if you can associate a sound uh, with an action or a behavior that you want somebody to take and you know that it's like a feel-good behavior um that's kind of like you know the the power of words like the right affirmation can get somebody to buy and like think about your brand in a positive light so let's you know use sound to say what words can't um, and speaking of not being able to use words let's address the elephant and kind of devil's advocate in this conversation which is the fact most videos on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn are watched without sound. Um, and out of curiosity, you know, when you guys are on these platforms, do you ever stop to like watch a video or do you just kind of like glance and keep scrolling? My sound is usually turned off on my, on my videos un until I stop and play it. So usually it would be this, the, um, the words coming up, you know, TikTok especially has that. And, you know, if it comes up on Instagram, like the Instagram TikTok, you know, um, how it migrates over. So, and then once I play it, then it, the, the sound actually comes up. But I normally don't just because I, I am, I definitely am more of a scroller. My kids, however, are TikTok people and I can hear like, you know, the sound of one video, then the sound of another video and the sound of another video. And at first I was like, I cannot with that. And I'm so used to it now that that's just, it's, it's like white noise now. <laughs> yeah. I, I think for me, you know, just the fact that like being on these kind of like, it's just, you're fed so many things like in a short amount of time that for me, when I'm scrolling on something like LinkedIn or Instagram, I like to have that sound off just because, you know, after a while, it's just, it's so much information, so much sound just fed to you and all at once. So it's nice to kind of just pick like, okay, I will listen to this one um, instead of just constant different sounds. Exactly. And I think even being in it, like when I used to work in an office, there was no way I could have my sound on because it would go oh, yeah. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's like an important thing for us video marketers to remember is that even though it's like, the sound is off, we actually still have to thank audio first in this context because it is off. And we know that we're creating a video that the soundtrack is silence um, or whatever is going on on the peripheral. So maybe you're at an office or maybe you're on the go and like a bus or something like that. You know, you're, you just have to design for silence. And I know, Melissa, we recently did like a kind of a text on screen video for a client's LinkedIn. Um, mm -hmm. And 
we kind of kept that in mind. Like there wasn't, there wasn't any words. It was just all on screen. Like, this is what you need to know about this person. Um, and I really liked how you put that together. Thank you. Yeah. And I think especially, I think LinkedIn and LinkedIn is the number one example of somebody. I think a lot of people who look at LinkedIn, look at it while they're at work. So you, it, it is definitely going to be in a more quiet environment. And unless they have earphones on, that's, it's going to be sound off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and on the flip side, you know, we're talking about TikTok and TikTok is just blowing up. They're 100% an audio first, like video platform. Um, and you can have trending sounds on TikTok. So, you know, when you think about brand and video marketing strategy, like especially if, if social and TikTok is an important channel for you, like you have to think about what is your sound? Like, can you get a, a trending sound as a brand on there that people are going to share and want to use? Um, that's just one way to, to kind of grow and like play off of that, you know, be Lottie strategy. Um, similarly, like YouTube, I think we were talking about this a little bit ago of, when you go on YouTube, you're you're there to watch. It might not be for a long time, but you're you're engaged and you want the sound on. I mean, I, I do you guys ever watch YouTube without with the sound off? No, I don't. No, no. no. Yeah. I mean, unless it's just like a visual video that I want, like looped on in the background, you know, then then I will. But I mean, if someone's talking and um, then yeah, the sound will definitely be on. Yeah, and I think Instagram and TikTok have pretty good um, sort of uh, sound, like um, what's the word subtitles. So like showing the words you know that come up, and I don't think LinkedIn is. I mean, um, that YouTube is there yet, so you aren't like it's. I don't think it's quite the same effect to watch it without the sound on, especially if this you know if the words aren't coming up on screen then yeah, you aren't going to get what you need out of YouTube. Yeah, with YouTube, I know you can upload the SRT captions and like definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely the script is an important important part of ranking. Um, But it's not a default thing. You have to like click the closed captions if you want to watch it without sound. It's it's default to your listening, your your learning and interacting with the person. Um, And kind of talking about like YouTube, and and these sound on platforms obviously that's where a lot of the video ad happens like youtube ads are a huge thing so we were just talking about this like everybody is trying to get a funny attention grabbing ad on youtube